You're listening to Ditch the Diet Radio with myself, Rachel Foy, the Food Freedom Coach. This is a podcast for smart, driven, high-achieving women who are sick and tired of their food struggles holding them back from having a life that they really want. So if you're ready to stop the struggle with eating, fighting your body, and ultimately find your own food freedom, then you, my gorgeous, are so in the right place right now. If you love the conversations that we have here on Ditch the Diet Radio, then be sure to check out my website at rachelfoy.com for free workshops, gifts, and much, much more. So are you ready? Here's a brand new episode from Ditch the Diet Radio. Let's go! Right then, everyone. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Ditch the Diet Radio or TV with myself, Rachel Foy, depending on where you are in the world right now. Um, I'm just really excited to bring you another exciting topic all about ditching the diet, helping you feel more confident with yourself, giving you some really powerful tips and tools on how you can start taking your control back when it comes to food and eating and body confidence. Now, I believe that we as women, we need to stand together. You know, we need to start supporting each other to become the best version of ourselves Um, and judgment and criticism has got no place whatsoever so that's just something I want to encourage you if right now you find yourself criticizing yourself all the time judging your actions judging how you feel um, that's something that I really encourage you to start learning to let go of which actually is kind of what we're going to talk about today anyway Um, so ditch the diet radio it brings together some of the leading industry experts on women's empowerment body confidence emotional eating how to heal your relationship with your body with yourself um, and also to do with emotion mindset moods energy all this kind of stuff is so important and it's really significant so that's really the background as to what this radio slash tv show is all about So I have a question for you today. Have you heard about tapping, also known as EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique? Now, I discovered the bizarre world of tapping probably around 10 years ago. And when I first found out about it, I was a bit skeptical. I thought, how the heck can tapping on your face make any difference whatsoever? But honestly, I have been blown away with how powerful this technique is. It's something that I have used myself extensively. I use it a lot with my private clients. I talk about it all the time. Now, if you followed me on some of my podcasts and some of my shows, you will have heard me talk about tapping. So I decided to bring somebody on right now who knows so much about tapping and she's just amazing at what she does. So let me give you a little introduction. If you're watching this, you can probably already see her. But this is a lady who is an EFT founding master. She's one of only 29 in the world from the original EFT master program, which was set up by the wonderful Gary Craig himself, who's the founder and developer of EFT. Um, She runs one of the longest established EFT training courses in the world. Her courses are renowned for their depth and fun, and I can vouch for that because this is actually my mentor and my teacher. I learned everything from this lady, Um, and she's also amazingly talented at developing new techniques like inner repatterning and deep state repatterning as well. So this is someone that I'm just going to say hello to because she's waiting and she's there. We've got the lovely Tanya Prince. Hello. Hello. Hiya. How are you doing? 
I am fine, thank you. And it's an absolute pleasure to come on your show. Oh, it's lovely mm-hmm. to speak to you. I haven't spoken mm-hmm. to you for quite a while since probably one of our training courses a few years ago now. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's nice to see you. You're looking looking very well. Oh yeah, I'm feeling very well. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come back off holiday. <laughs> oh, there you go. All refreshed, refreshed and ready to go. So, um, so mm. yeah, so thank you anyway, Tanya, for our receipts dedicating a bit of your time this morning to uh, to us and the listeners. Um, but as I said in that little intro, you're so involved in the world of EFT. It made sense for me to get you on because you know so much. And as I said, I learned everything that I know from you and you just really helped to encourage me to be really open to this technique, which I'm guessing for a lot of people, they are very skeptical. You know, mm. it's a very strange thing about this tapping on your face. Um, but for those people that are listening or watching right now who don't know what tapping is, how would you explain it? For one thing, the, the point about skepticism, and you know, really when you think about it, skepticism is your belief system, what you believe or what you've been told or taught to believe. Yeah? Yes. Things change all of the time because there was a time in history they believed the earth was flat, wasn't there? Totally. Yeah. And now, if you actually said that to anyone, they would laugh in your face. Yeah. Just beliefs change. And I think with EFT, we're at that point, this new technique, I say relatively new technique, but with such deep foundations, you know, that people have been doing energy therapies, and that's what EFT is, an energy therapy. They've been doing it as far back as you can trace in time. Yeah. You know, acupuncture, acupressure are energy therapies. And so EFT is a very modern version of those kind of approaches. There's no needles involved. And it's a beautiful technique developed in America. And what I would say to people who have a level of skepticism or don't believe anything can help, realize that's your belief system. Beliefs can change. But what it's really about is using EFT is, does it work? Does it get the results? Yes. I love it. We focus on our skepticism. But the thing is, just do it and see. Because if it gets the result, who cares less whether you're a little bit Do you know what? That's actually really true because I'll be honest from my story, when I discovered EFT like probably about a decade ago, I was really close to it because I thought mm. there's no way that's going to make me feel better at the time I was struggling with food issues and anxiety. And I was just kind of thrown into this world of, well, like you said, just try mm. it. If it makes you feel better, then so what? Mm. And when I had my first experience of how powerful EFT as and I could feel that things had shifted and I felt lighter and I didn't feel as wound up about things Mm. that for me was the moment of I really need to look into this because it works yeah well I really myself had the similar thoughts about it you know I've, I've got a very solid science background I have kind of chemistry degree yes <laughs> So, you know, I'm coming in, where is the science in this? But the thing is, who gives a hoot of this science? Well, there is science, yeah. Yeah. There's a growing body of science getting a very solid stuff as well. But the thing is, if it works, do we need someone else to tell us? Exactly. Exactly. Just just give it a go and and do it for yourself. Get your own evidence of it. It's very, very powerful stuff. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So you just said then, Tanya, your background, you are a scientist, aren't you? Yeah. I kind of know this already, but... I think for for me and also probably for the listeners right now, the fact that you have got this science background Mm. and you obviously got pulled into this world of learning it to shift beliefs and emotions and energy, Mm. that kind of also confirms that there has to be something in this because this is what you do. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, to me, this is perfect science. We come across something, we see, oh, notice something that happens. 
and we explore and work out how does that work? Yeah. What's going on there? And then we begin to understand it, you know. Yes. So this it's perfect. We're we're like a bunch of scientists going down the CFT route, <laughs> exploring and understanding it more, understanding the powerful results that it gets. You Absolutely. Know, so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So when did you actually discover EFT? Because I, I know that you are one of like the founding masters. So you have been doing this for quite a while. But what was your mm. introduction to, to EFT? How did you get into it? Well, interestingly enough, um, I think it was about 1989, if I got the right year, a colleague of mine in the village, I live in a village just outside of Manchester in England, a colleague of mine, you know, the internet was kind of just getting out there and yeah. she very curious about things like the internet, got on there, and she discovered EFT, or Gary Craig in America, at the very early stages, and all the hypnotherapists in America were kind of talking about it in chat rooms, and she got involved with these chat rooms, and she got curious, and she contacted Gary Craig and asked him about it, and because it was such early days, he, you know, it was very early days, he only had tapes, they weren't even doing I get it right yeah so she got so curious and uh, she said to me this is so funny she says to me you know what I am so curious I'm going to buy these things get them sent over from America and if they are a load of rubbish what's happened I've lost about a hundred pounds you said you know but if they're good and if, if it's what everyone says it's phenomenal so she brought them over and she then looked at me and said oh Tanya I need someone to practice on and so uh, I've become aware of it when it came to the UK because she's one of the people who brought it to the UK. Fabulous. And and she really helped get it out there, a lady called Chrissy Hardestry. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And then you've been doing it ever since. <laughs> well, I think as anyone, you know, uh, when you notice something gets results, and to me it's all about the results, you know, people don't come to me. Uh, to do a specific technique they really if they really think about it they want a result they want something to happen something to change in their life so you know to me when I see that this gets them results Mm. and it does so easily and often in a in a clean way and that's what I'm looking at so I'm always going to use the technique I think is best for helping my clients get the results they want absolutely and I think that's a really important point to mention you know people that are listening right now that do struggle with food obsession and binging and emotional eating and calorie restriction and all that kind of thing it's such a an emotional topic that Mm. like you said a lot of people feel like they've tried everything but sometimes when you can try something that perhaps you're not familiar with if it's going to get you the freedom that you want and it's going to give you that peace around food and it's going to actually give you your life back it's about just being open to trying these bizarre techniques yeah and I think what you know a lot of people say they've tried everything but what it is is they try the stuff that doesn't work necessarily they try and do it through willpower yes absolutely and if you're trying to do it through willpower you remember you know, a lot of the things we do around eating are driven by our deep underlying emotional programs. And the thing is, it's that, that's what you need to target. You need to clear that. Uh, but like, like I said, many people attempt it through willpower and then they beat themselves up for not being able to achieve it. But willpower is not set up to overcome and overpower the deep unconscious programs. Absolutely. And this is where tapping is really powerful, right? Mm, getting, yeah. into the, getting into the realms of how it works. Okay, so you've kind of explained a little bit about what it is. And you said it's a bit like acupuncture or acupressure without the needles because we actually yeah. use our fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is tapping suitable for anybody? So can it be done by anybody of any age, of any condition of health? I mean, is there any 
contraindications for people that might want to try tapping? Um, I think if you've got severe mental illness, I, I think in that case you, you're seeking out to help someone to yes. work with, you know, yes. getting proper advice on that. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you've got something very severe, then do seek help and advice on. But otherwise, for most people, it's generally very, you know, most people can just do this themselves. However, working with a therapist does help because they can guide you on what you need to tap on. Yeah? Yes. So they're like a strategist. Yeah, it's quite hard as well to see our own stuff, isn't it? Because it's ours, we don't really notice it anymore. Our beliefs, yeah, they, we're quite blind to them, <laughs> or we can be, because we believe them to be true, so we don't even think to challenge our beliefs. You know, I that's know. such as some people, they, they've got a belief, I'm not intelligent enough, or I'm not good enough, and it's almost like they're truth, but it's not a truth, it's a belief because of your experiences in life and your yeah. perception of those experiences definitely and what you're looking at with something like eating and eating issues is you know it's the emotions that drive the behavior so what emotions do you have that drives your behavior so if people you know they've tried everything and not got their result it's because probably they've not tried really powerful techniques one that truly do change the deep unconscious programming rather than attempting it from a very surface level. No, definitely. And also, like, um, I suppose focusing on the food, you know, I talk about a lot how food is not the issue because for most people it's not the issue. It's just their default of the thing that they project all their energy on, as in I need to control the food. But like Mm -hmm. you said, if there's stuff going on in the background for that individual, if they have got something that they can start to use to just really help with what they're feeling or with what they're noticing Mm -hmm. or what thoughts might be going on in their head at the time, that can kind of be the catalyst for quite significant transformation, can't it? Absolutely, absolutely. They, as you say, they put all their focus on food. It becomes all about food and stuff like that. But interesting, I, I just share a story of someone I worked with. Mm. And uh, this person had not done EFT before, so coming in pretty fresh to it, so didn't have any any kind of knowledge. That's, that's good sometimes. <laughs> it's very good. However, this was a, a TV show I did. So. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and the TV company had flown over for, I think, from somewhere like Switzerland or, or somewhere up Sweden, perhaps. I'm not sure. One of those areas. Okay. They'd come over to see me work with an addiction issue. Okay. So uh, I, you know, needed to find someone because they obviously didn't know people over here who had addictions. But I phoned someone up. I phoned my brother up. He asked his girlfriend who says, yes, I know the perfect person. <laughs> and this lady came and they even uh, checked checked her out beforehand just to make sure that she was this person with an issue she had a big issue eating chocolates compulsive ah, okay. yeah yeah and they did a little documentary around her life you know and the documentary shows are going to you know she she's so embarrassed about this and got the shame going on about yes. this she's going to different sweet shops yes. she doesn't want them to know her secret yes and so she got this big issue and then in the little documentary you see she opens a cupboard and this it just almost i think this all near food meal falls out on you <laughs> and even to the point she's going up dress sizes every few weeks yeah. so big big issue and so they're going to film me working directly with this lady and we get on the sofa and I, I don't know where I've only like just checked out she's got an issue that's the end of my conversation prior to working with her on that sofa okay she sits down on the sofa and I get some chocolates out and her, her favorite chocolates and I, I think with her I put it in front of her and I said how much do you want them she on a scale from not to ten she says it was that look it was exactly that she gave me and uh, so then I just did what 
basically what we do for cravings as a test to see what would happen. So I tapped that, you know, tuned into that emotion she had around it, and we just tapped. And then I said, how much do you want them? And she looked me dread, straight in the eye and said, 10. And, and you could see it was almost like, do not take away my crutch, <laughs> my, my reward or whatever yeah. she was going on. Yeah, you could see that absolute difference there going on and so I put it down and then I, what I did with her is I said if there was an emotional reason for this yeah well, or, or rather what's the two big biggest emotional things that had happened and she said the loss of a family member yeah. and the other a big emotional thing for her was the fact her boyfriend had left her oh, okay okay and to the extent that he had removed the light bulb she turned it one night there were no light bulbs in the room so this huge emotional thing had happened and then this big eating binge was going on and on and on and we then started to work on her emotions around the big emotional binge yes around the binge the big emotional event and we tapped out each emotion one by one but after each emotion that went she i brought the chocolates out put them right in front of her and says now how much do you want these and she was stunned and amazed yeah because it went down Yeah. yeah And we cleared it right at the end, and she gave those chocolates away to the film crew. Fabulous. You know, and I even checked with her a long time later. That stayed with her, that result. But what you're looking at is she knew nothing about EFT. Yeah. And we, you know, I think we did 20, 25 minutes, and she a very powerful result with that particular lady. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I'm guessing as well, from a, a logical point of view, if she'd have just tried with willpower to not eat the chocolate... Nothing would have happened. She probably would have craved it more because she was trying to not eat it. And actually working on all that emotional stuff was, was the reason why you were able to, to let that, well, be, be released, really. Yeah. The, another interesting thing she said, you know, was, and she was so descriptive in what she said, she, as she was doing EFT, she said, oh, I feel this big feeling in my stomach as if something's moving around, as if it's a nice warm feeling coming there. Yeah, which I put that down to like an emotional emptiness. Okay, that she was trying to fill with food. Yes, and of course, therefore, you you can't fill an emotional emptiness with food. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Food is for hunger and nothing else. And when you're trying to use it as filling voids, it doesn't do anything apart from causing all these problems. I love that. Food cravings, I, I've worked quite a lot with them, people with specific food cravings. And using tapping specifically, it's fascinating even now to just see cravings literally just be dissolved mm. within, like you said, 20 to 30 minutes. Mm. Um, because it's not working on the craving, it's working on the reason why they have the craving in the first place. Yeah. It's good yeah. stuff. And what was the reason? Was that deep emotional emptiness that she had yeah. after her boyfriend left? And, you know, I don't know. I found that in a couple, quite a few cases where people are trying to deal with an emotional emptiness with food, and therefore that's why they keep eating. Yeah, yeah? they don't Definitely. stop. Yeah, Definitely. I think there's um, certainly a lot to do with like emotional from what I've seen as well, like just general emotional trauma within their story of some mm. description, like something might have happened that's not related to food. It's not necessarily mm. related to body image, but it's something that's happened. It's affected their energy. And therefore, it's impacted how they've kind of, you know, carried on with life. Um, okay, should we do? Should we do some tapping? Can you show us how to do some tapping? Because I know that people watching and listening are like, "This sounds amazing. What is it? <laughs> how does it work? What do we need to do?" All right. So you you're going to be that person. That I'm going Go to go on. You can, you can. Yes. Let's do it this way. 
All right. Well, generally with EFT, you would tune it into the, a problem, yeah? So you would do that. So, But before doing that, what I'm going to do right now is you think about something right now that creates an emotion for you, maybe that you want to deal with around maybe. Go on. As in just like I think of something right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. And where do you feel that in your body right now? I can feel it in my my chest area. All right. And on a scale from not to 10, how intense is that feeling in your chest area? Well, if I think about it, it gets bigger. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mind-body connection. It's probably around, probably about six. All right. So we've just evaluated what you're going to work on, yeah? We've, type of, you know, there's a thought that you have, yeah, yeah, that creates this feeling that's in your chest area. Yeah. And as you say, when you think about it, it gets more intense. So what you do is that's the thought that's causing this feeling. Yeah. So you set up a problem and okay. you've got a way now to also assess the results you have because you got a number on that. Yes. Yeah? Okay. So that's the pre-setup. Now, then what you do is you would tap on the karate chop point. Yeah. I'm just going to call it this problem right now okay we're in reality you would say the exact words that relate to that problem that you have okay. you know I, I might say if i was doing this correctly in a session i'd say this feeling in my chest when i think this yeah okay. but for this i'm just going to say this problem okay keep it simple that's good <laughs> yeah. simple the, the basics so what you do in eft is you tap on the karate chop point with nice gentle percussive tapping and you say these words even though even though i have this problem i have this problem I completely. I completely. Totally. And totally. Want to accept myself. Want to accept myself. Anyway. Anyway. So even though. So even though. I have this problem. I have this problem. I completely. I completely. Totally. And I totally. To accept myself. Want to accept myself. Anyway. Anyway. So even though. So even though. I have this problem. I have this problem. Completely. I completely. Totally. And totally. Want to accept myself. Want to accept myself. Anyway. Anyway. Two fingers, tap on the inner edge of the eyebrow, and you just say the words that relate to the problem. This problem. This problem. Then you go to the side of the eye and say this problem. This problem. Under the eye, say this problem. This problem. Under the nose, this problem. This problem. On the chin, this problem. This problem. And with your fist on the collarbones, you can see that. This problem. This problem. And then with all your fingers, go under your arm about four inches down under the armpit and say this problem. This problem. And just breathe. Breathe out. And now, when you think that thought, how intense is that feeling? It's probably about three. All right. And then you just repeat that process. And so, you know, you so as, as I said, I'm using the words this problem to relate to your problem, but in reality, you use the exact words, yeah? Perfect. Whatever that thought is, whatever that feeling is, and you just keep it nice and tight, yeah? So you're targeting it exactly at what the problem is. So mm -hmm. being as specific as possible. Yeah, be nice and specific as possible because, you know, the more targeted it is, the faster and the better results you can get. Fantastic. And what I'd also say is... At the beginning, we said, even though I have this problem, mm -hmm. that's where you say the words that relate to what the problem is and, you know, get nice and tight on your language. And I said, I want to love and approve of myself. Yeah. And the reason why I said that is a lot of people with this particular issue don't always love and approve of themselves. That's a very good point. Yes. 
So that's that's a good way of setting that up, isn't it? I want to love and approve myself. Another way to do that is also to just to change the back end and say, I accept I feel this way. You'll have less resistance to saying that. Yeah, That's uh, a good one. But at the end of the day, if you, if you don't love and approve of yourself, then, you know, that's something perhaps you also want to shift so that you can accept yourself whilst you're working on this issue. Fantastic. How, um, how long would someone actually then do that for, Tanya? So let's say that we were doing like my problem or this problem. Would you mm-hmm. just keep doing that until you just felt like it wasn't an issue anymore? Well, what I would do is I'm looking at an eating issue right now is perhaps you want to get out the stuff that's your arch enemy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> your food, yeah. Yes. Put it there, yeah. Well, you're going to have to use a bit of willpower on this one, though. Okay. <laughs> and just assess how much you wanted at the very beginning, yeah. Write your assessment down so you know what you're looking to have as your end result, yeah. And then what you do is put that aside. Go and work on your emotional stuff. Yeah. Okay. What are your emotional drivers to that problem? Yeah. And it could be, you know, there's a big trauma that you've had. Yeah. It could be such as that lady I said earlier on, her boyfriend left and she felt emotionally empty. Yes. You know, it could be like someone else I was working on. She just didn't feel good enough. So, you know, when she didn't feel good enough, when she had that emotion, she grabbed food, yes. you know, and self-comfort, give that kind of comfort food in there. Yeah. yeah. And what you're looking at, deal with the emotional stuff, but clear it right down to zero. Because what you're looking at is here right now, we're in this moment, me and you. Yeah? Yeah. And anything that's happened is in your memory. It's in the past. It's happened. Yeah? Yes. And you may have a memory that stays with you. And with that memory, it's a perception of the event, how you perceived it. And that perception is not helping you now. Yeah. So what you're doing with the EFT is you're changing that perception to one that's going to help you far better, as in it's finished. Oh, that's really good. So many people live in the past, don't they? You know, they allow the emotions of what happened 10 years ago to still be dictating to them how they're supposed to feel now. And yeah. that's where, for me, that's where EFT is really powerful. It's just kind of cutting that association, mm. like letting it go. It's finished. It's not real anymore. Yeah, because, you know, we have these big emotional events. And what happens is once the event is technically finished it doesn't get classified as finished in our mind there's still energy attached to it and that energy keeps it going within us as if it's still happening and that's the issue that it's almost still like we're living in that moment even though we're really we're now we're in this moment yeah and EFT beautifully just makes your mind reclassify like a computer as in oh, that's an old event. Let's archive it in my library of old events. Yeah, let's drag it over and put it into the trash can. <laughs> yep, it's old, it's happened, it's finished. And, and what it does, yeah, beautifully frees you. Mm. Yeah, you become free, you become stronger, you become empowered. And that's the beauty of that. Definitely. I think um, for anyone listening right now, if you're not sure whether that's applicable to you, as I actually demonstrated when Tanya was asking me the question, if you think of an event from the past, Mm -hmm. if you can still feel something or it feels just like it happened yesterday and it was actually a decade ago, that's kind of a little red flag for you to maybe start Mm -hmm. tapping on it. Because those kind of emotional responses to memory are, as Tanya was saying, a really good indicator that you're still allowing that memory to be in your present when actually it happened years ago. So mm. that's where tapping is a really, really good idea. So yeah, yeah good stuff. 
And just knowing that's empowering, isn't it? You know, yeah. because people just think, well, that's happened to me. And they don't actually think that they can overcome it in such a beautiful and empowering way. And the thing is, we can overcome these things. And many levels, it doesn't matter what's happened. You know, you can shift that and you can come into your own, into your own power. Absolutely. EFT helps you do. Mm-hmm. I, think you've, um, I think you've referenced it a few times, Tanya, but EFT is a very gentle clean technique isn't it so for anyone listening that and they know that they've had things from their past that were really painful that they were really Mm -hmm. quite dark times for them you don't have to relive any of that with tapping do you no what you're looking at with tapping is there are there are ways you can utilize it which might be very direct straight into the emotion yeah and they're likely to be more emotional for you but there are more gentle ways we have a lot of different type of techniques within the EFT hence the name emotional freedom techniques you know yes. there's a lot of different techniques there yeah and some of them are very beautifully you know gentle such as uh, chase the pain can be more gentle when you just chase the physical sense of the feeling the yeah. emotion uh the movie technique can be a very be- beautiful technique you know it doesn't require you to go into the event and can clear it anyway because all you really need is almost like you point the unconscious mind at the technique and you set that intention i, I want that gone Absolutely. And yeah, just utilize EFT and often, you know, you can do it in a very gentle way. I've um, I've spoken to people over the years who have just tried it on their own with very basic knowledge as you were demonstrating. It's just a really simple technique of saying what you're noticing. And they've had they've had significant improvement on something, whether it be a headache or some kind of sensation mm-hmm. in their body or we're speaking about food, so cravings and that kind of thing. So I think it is just a case of try it on anything and just see what happens yeah what i would say yeah absolutely Uh, people with very basic knowledge have had some very phenomenal results you know but you know if you've got really big stuff in the background what i say is sometimes it's not about going straight to the really big stuff yeah it's it's even it's tapping from the distance of it even though i feel uncomfortable at the thought of even going near that, you tap on that thought, so you don't go straight for it, you know, you deal with it in a very gentle way, but and you've got huge stuff, you're obviously better off working with someone who knows how to deal with that for you in a very safe and healthy way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, question, how often, how often could somebody use tapping? Is there sort of a, a suggestion about using it every day? Do you just use it when you need to? Is it good to use it every morning to like set yourself up? What, what do you recommend people do with their very new to tapping i would say get yourself into a routine because typically you know you have to program yourself to do this stuff because you've got the saboteur coming on oh i'll just do this instead yes i'll do it later (laughs) yeah i'll do it you know and very much so with addictions and stuff like that there's a lot of uh sabotage sabotage that goes on which really means an alternative uh, mental program that we're running you know so what you're looking at is get yourself into a routine set out a plan and I would say do it in the morning, do it at the night. Don't wait till you've got the problem. Begin to clear the background of your issue. And there is a nice strategy in the EFT called the personal peace procedure. Oh, yes. Tell yeah. us about that. That's a good one. All right. With personal peace procedure, what you do is you get yourself a list and you write down all of the events that have ever happened in your life where there was, an, you know, that were not nice. And you don't need to go into them. It's just like a couple of words that represent the event so you've kind of got a target list what i would say is if you're doing this as well make it fun for yourself write it down because what you what you're doing is you're writing it down with the intention of bye bye yeah 
Absolutely. <laughs> quite empowering when you think, all right, I'm getting rid of you. Yeah. And so you write down all of these events that have ever been um, not nice in your life. And even if you think to yourself, well, I've overcome it because it's so long ago. Yeah. If you're remembering it, it's still there. Yes. Because you don't tend to even think about things that you've totally let go of. Yeah. It's just not even a thought in your mind. So if you're remembering it, some part of you more than likely is holding on to that a little bit for whatever reason. It's just you're not necessarily that consciously aware of it. Yeah. yeah. But even if you're not consciously aware of it, doesn't mean to say it's not controlling you. Yeah. Having an influence over your behaviors, you know. Absolutely. If you remember it, write it down. So now you have a target list of events that you can work on. Then what I would say is pick a couple of those every day and tap them out to the point that they they fade or seem so insignificant to you. And the thing is, as you tap, sometimes the mind actually swizzles the event round and you see things that you couldn't see at the time, such as, oh, I thought they didn't love me, but now I see that they were doing that because they did love me. (laughs) It's perception. It's how you perceive it. So, you know, sometimes, you know, when you have beliefs and emotions, we have filters over our eyes and we see things in a certain way. As you begin to tap, the tapping takes the filters off and you have a different perception, a different way of looking at it. That's what you're looking at to have a healthier perception. Helps you live the life you want to live, yeah, and to be empowered. And so how you know these things shift when you begin to tap on them, they might fade into the distance, they might be difficult to retrieve, they might become feel so insignificant to you, or you might have other information that literally turns the original event on its head. Fabulous, yeah. yeah. And that's when you know it's gone. And what I would also say to people is when you tap it, make sure you get right down to zero, don't let yourself be satisfied with a little one or two. Okay. Don't leave them little bits there. <laughs> yeah. So clear it as clear it as much as possible. Yeah. Even an overkill would be perfect. Don't tap tap the living daylights out of it. <laughs> I love that. Tap the living daylights out of it. Throw everything at it. Just clear it. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. Now I would also say this that you know we have various releasing mechanisms, natural, healthy bodily releasing mechanisms, and one of them is that some people do cry. Yeah. Yes. See, crying is a release mechanism. Yeah. And the thing is, the more you resist it, sometimes and you, you try and push it down, the more you're giving energy to it. Yeah. yeah. So if you cry, just accept. Yeah that you are crying that that emotion's there and often that will help it release more quickly perfect yeah? you know it is a release mechanism but not everyone cries some people sigh some people yawn some people laugh their heads off yeah <laughs> all natural release mechanisms you know and uh, it's just a natural way that the body has released and stuff so let your body release in a way that's perfect for itself yeah that's that's a really good tip actually so if you're starting if you start doing some tapping after you've listened to this and you're wondering why you can't stop yawning or why all of a sudden you just want to start laughing it could be because of actually what you're tapping on so yeah that's a that's a good pointer I'll give you this one as well, you know. Uh, people often, when they begin to tap, they'll come in with some big issue that's very emotional for them, or they may be down in energy. And then they'll say things like, oh, it's really strange, this. I said, my face wants to smile. <laughs> <laughs> and that 
really indicates that what's happening to them doesn't uh, doesn't agree with their belief system because <laughs> their body is starting to feel happy because it's released something, yeah? yeah. And they're feeling it in, in their cells. They're feeling it really deep down. And there's like, I never expected this. What's this? <laughs> That's fabulous. Mm. Our body wants to smile. We all need to smile a bit more, though. I think if we were to smile a bit more, we'd just, you know, probably all feel a little bit lighter emotionally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tapping, you know, another big thing people say with tapping is it feels like a great weight is lifted off of me. Yes, I've heard that a lot, actually. Yeah, because emotions have weight, mm. and especially the ones that are, don't help you in a good way. They have an emotional weight, yes. So, which is very relevant to dealing with weight issues, isn't it? You know? Absolutely. You know, quite often, um, you know, obviously in the realms of tapping, you know, I do often say that quite often our emotional baggage, it manifests into physical baggage, like we mm. physically carry our emotions on our body. And tapping mm. is an, an amazing way of actually starting to release that to actually let it go. Um, mm. Kind of, yeah, going off into probably something we could spend the next two hours talking about. Yeah. Um, but if, um, if you could just kind of, I suppose, summarize what would be your top tips then for people that might want to try tapping after they've listened to this? So what, what would you recommend that they just start doing? Um, I think a good one is to um, say if they've got a little bit of a thing with, yeah, if they've got a little bit of a thing with cravings, they might want to go and get whatever they crave, put it in front of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because EFT works very well if you kind of tune into the problem. So putting it the arch enemy in front of you will tune your mind quite well on it yes very quick <laughs> and then what what i do in my trainings i unwrap it so you can even smell it because smell the smell of it is a trigger yeah all right and then as you put it in front of you just tap on and, and you don't try and tell yourself not to have it because that's not the problem well you know that's not what you need to deal with you say yeah. even though i really want to have that chocolate yes, yes. And you just tap on it and you do it as I did earlier on. You do it three times on the karate chop point, which even though I really want to eat that chocolate, I accept I feel that way. Yeah, that's okay. And you do that three times and you go, yeah, I really want to eat it. I craving it. Yeah, I want that chocolate. Yeah. yeah I want to eat it. Yeah, I want to eat that chocolate. Yeah, I really want to eat it. Under, under the other, yeah, I want to eat it. So you're tuning into what the problem is that you want to eat it yes (laughs) and then just check how much do you still want to eat it yeah now for some people they won't get a result with that yeah and what you're looking at that's a clear indicator they need to go right down and find out what that emotional stuff is yeah yeah and for some people it's being told what to do ah you're telling me i can't have chocolate and that might relate to some emotional stuff in their life where they've been told what to do. Yeah. That's what you would clear. So that's what you're looking at, yeah? Fantastic. That's, uh, yeah, really some amazing top tips there for the mm. tapping. I think if I think if everybody listening just was open to trying mm. it just mm. for a little while and just see what things they start to notice, um, I think there would probably be a lot more people out there that can actually start to process their stuff and actually you know start letting all this emotional dysfunction when it comes to food go as well which is the whole point of what we're talking about really yeah i would say if they do not believe in tapping maybe even to tap on that lack of belief that's a good one even though i don't believe this is going to work (laughs) i'm open to possibilities exactly a really good one yeah Yeah. i'll try it anyway oh that's really good listen tanya give us a little bit of an idea people that are watching listening right now if they want to come and do some training with you as i did many moons ago um 
Where can we find out some more information about you and your fabulous EFT courses? Well, my training courses, you'll be able to find it on the net, which is www.eft-courses.co.uk. Fantastic. And they're based in the northwest, aren't they? So Manchester way. Yeah, in central Manchester. Perfect. And I believe that you also do work one-to-one over Skype as well. So I do. I do work one-to-one over Skype. Perfect. Yes. So anyone that's watching outside of the UK... If you're interested with some very intensive to the point tapping, she's your lady. She's amazing. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Listen, thank you so much, Tanya, for having a chat with us today about tapping. I think you're going to get a lot of people curious now. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see how many more um, newbie tappers we can kind of get into the, the community mm-hmm. of, uh, of EFT. So thank you very much. Have an awesome day. We'll catch up again soon. Thank you. See you thank later. you very much. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Ditch the Diet Radio, everyone, with your host, Rachel Foy. That's me. If you've got ever any questions, then you can email me at info at rachelfoy.com. Be sure to check out the website, rachelfoy.com, for your free gifts and other bits and pieces. And if you would like to leave a review or subscribe to the podcast, then please do so. I am trying my absolute best right now to get the most amazing, incredible, and inspirational people on the podcast show. And if there's anyone that you would really like me to interview, then drop me a message and I will see what I can do. Have an awesome day and remember that you can have a life where food doesn't control you. I can't wait to show you how. Bye.